Welcome to College Sense and Sensibility, where we share first-gen tips for navigating college and beyond. I'm Yutunde, and with me is my co-host, Emmanuel. Hey, Yutunde, we got so excited about graduate school at the end last week, right, that we're just going to have to continue some of these pieces. Right. <laughs> yes, yes. So uh, if you listen to our previous episode, we talked about what, how to know whether grad school is right for you, graduate school is right for you. So what are the things to consider, cost, financial aid, uh, programs, th- different things. And so we just wanted to touch on a couple more of those topics a little bit more in depth. So how about we just start out with financial aid? Would that be okay? That sounds great. Okay. So as many of you know, if you listen to our origin uh, episode, we I shared with everyone that I worked in financial aid for over 10 years before I became a counselor. And one of my disappointments <laughs> when I became a professional and was also looking for pursuing grad school for myself was finding out that once you have a bachelor's degree, you are no longer eligible for federal Pell Grants. So what does that mean? That means that for many people who go to graduate school, um, they are paying some portion of their education. Not all necessarily, um, but uh, most people are paying some portion. Now, a few things that you wanna consider. Remember that if you're going to a Cal State University or UC, you are still very very often eligible for some university grants. So you still wanna do your FAFSA, right? You still wanna turn in everything on time because whatever is out there, they will definitely offer it to you. Okay, so you still wanna do all that on time. Second thing is that there are a lot of scholarships out there, especially for people of color who are pursuing master's degree. Remember that at every level that we go to, You know, we become sometimes less and less, right, in representation. And so there are a lot of programs that want to support students of color, first generation, um, immigrant students. I've actually come across um, scholarships that are specifically for immigrant students, undocumented students. So don't think that that counts you out. Definitely still apply. Um, The other thing you want to consider is that there are a lot of employer-sponsored Uh, programs out there. So there are a lot of employers that will pay for you to go to graduate school. I know so many people who have gone to, especially if they're STEM majors, and again, people of color in STEM majors, that their employers paid the full ride, master's degrees, doctoral degrees. So find out if your employer offers that. And this might speak to an advantage of working before you um, go to grad school because you might want to specifically look for employers that pay for grad school for students. Many private companies do, even if, you know, you're, I mean, I worked for an insurance company that paid for education for for their employees, for anything. So um, now be careful there because a lot of employers will have stipulations where if they pay, you might have to work for X number of years. Um, but it's still worth it if you're able to get an advanced degree without any out-of-pocket or minimal out-of-pocket cost it's absolutely worth it um e do you have anything you want to add to that oh no i just love what you're saying when i was in graduate school after i worked in um after i completed my graduate school and i was working in the professional world i had several friends in graduate school that had gotten everything paid for and i was like they're like why didn't you look and i didn't even know where to look so just these resources that you're saying i just keep right now kicking myself you know of course hindsight 2020 but i'm like oh i should have looked so much more i just figured i had to pay for graduate school myself so i love that you're giving those options and you're right i have also students that have applied for scholarships now that will pay for their continuous education like from bachelor's 
all the way through through PhD or their professional degree and many times for first gen students since the color like that actually there's these these scholarship foundations that want you to continuously go and they know how hard and how expensive it is so they'll fund all of these levels of education that I think are just great to take advantage of so the fact that you just mentioned that I'm just thinking about um I'm just really kind of thinking about oh my gosh what I should have done right but of course <laughs> what we what we wish we would have now you know (laughs) (laughs) so listeners we hope you're you're um you know taking some notes and and trying these things and i love what you also said i do want to bring that point back about working in the field and one of the things that many master's programs do or graduate school programs do is they do give you that field experience like through a course right and so going through that course And usually you have to either find an internship, you have to do some interviews, but this is all great practice. So once you do those interviews, once you do that practice, you're able to then feel like what it what it's going to take to become a professional. And let's be real. Let's be real. If you get into that internship and you knock things out of the park. You might have a shot for a job, maybe. Maybe it's a part-time job to kind of get started. Maybe it's a full-time job right out of the gate. But I do believe that those internships highly, highly are like highly successful if you take advantage of them. So if you're at an internship, I don't want you to think, oh, it's okay if I'm late. I'm only an intern and nobody's watching me, right? Like you want to take advantage of all of those pieces because that might translate into a full job offer later. Sometimes you have to go extra a little, I believe. And, you know, you because to me, all you're doing is stacking that resume, learning more skills, learning, getting better at different things and just making yourself a better candidate for the future. Mm-hmm. No, I love what you're saying. And I, I although sometimes we may not all be in a position Um, I think it's also important to remember that this is a journey. Graduate school is a journey and you want to fully immerse yourself in it. And the reason I say that is that when I went to graduate school, I kind of was in a rush. I was really hoping to, I just wanted the quickest, the quickest way to the degree. (laughs) And I remember um, my, my chair of my, um, my thesis saying, you know, this is when I started, I remember her saying, this is a journey. You want to enjoy it. And I was like, I don't have time for that. (laughs) Uh, But it's actually really important. It's actually really important to fully immerse yourself. Every internship opportunity, take it. Because if you cut corners during that process, you might have a harder time finding full-time work afterwards um, because they're looking for that internship experience. So, You know, if I had things to do again, I might even say if at all possible, if you can work part time while you go to graduate school, realize that some field work um, very often requires you to be available fully during the day. Right. And that means you may not be able to work full time. So those are the things you want to take into consideration when you're considering um, seriously considering uh, applying. But I will tell you, though, that going to graduate school, every investment that I've made in myself, going to graduate school, being number one in that, pays off exponentially. Like, let's even put the career part aside, just who you are as a person when you suffer through grad school. 
<laughs> right? You're required to maintain a 3.0. You're required to, you know, develop yourself professionally, personally, work with other people, work with people who've been in the field that you desire for 20, 30 years. Very often your instructors are people who have worked in the field. So it's a very different experience than undergrad in a lot of ways. Um, I remember because it's so much shorter, it's really concentrated, right? You're not taking general education. You're specifically focusing on a very niche area. And because of that, and I guess this is my one thing is as much as you can fully immerse yourself and enjoy the process. You know, I love what you're saying on that. I just can touch a little bit about that because a lot of students will ask me, well, what am I going to do in graduate school, right? Am I going to have to take some more history, some more math, some more English? Now, of course, if you're in English, if you're going to graduate school for an English major, yes. But if you are doing something like um, psychology, you're going to be focusing more on the major courses and just getting a little bit more in depth. And I think this is a great opportunity also to network because you are absolutely right. I remember in my graduate school program, I only had 15 students in the program. It was a small cohort. It was a one-year program. I love it. I want to get in and out. So as much as I want to enjoy the experience, I wanted to work because you know how it is. Like we just, we just had to get to work. So, but the fact that I had students that were coming back to graduate school with a lot of work experience made me really have some good conversations with them, understand kind of their viewpoint, just see a different lens. And so I love what you also said that if, you know, if you have an opportunity to work a little bit first and then go to graduate school, I think you can bring so much to that classroom by doing that. So with that being said, my one thing would be if you're deciding to go to graduate school, take that internship seriously. Mm, like mm -hmm. look for which one you want. Think about where you're going to be. Quick thing, for example, I went to graduate school. Uh, as many as you know, I went to UCLA in Southern California. And now I'm in Northern California, right? It was a little more difficult to get a job up in Northern California because of my networks. Mm. I didn't have as many networks. Mm. So for Southern California, I was able to network. And that came right after grad school because somebody in my class said, hey, somebody reached out that they're, they're looking for an advisor for first-gen students. You said it in class that you're very interested in that. Like maybe you should just reach out to that, to that person. And so they connected me and that was my first job. That was my first job. So again, so if you take that internship preparation research seriously, mm -hmm. it could really line you up nicely after you graduate and into that, that job, into smooth transition. Mm -hmm. Yeah, such a great point. All right, listeners, remember, this is for informational purposes only. Please rate, review, and subscribe. We really need uh, more reviews because, as you know, more reviews we get, the more... Um, our, our podcast would come out and we're hoping that we're producing some good information. And if you have some questions, let us know. Yutende, do you mind letting our listeners know where they can find us at? So listeners, we want to hear from you. If anything we've said today resonates or if you've got a question, you want to make a comment, you can find us at CC underscore sensibility on both IG and Twitter. And you can also email us at CC and sensibility at gmail.com. That's CC A N D. S-E-N-S-I-B-I-L-I-T-Y at gmail.com. And until next time, keep learning.